We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. By the way, Carton and Roberts, Keith McPherson sitting in for Craig. Arizona State beat Arizona on a 60-foot heave at the buzzer by this kid, Desmond Cambridge Jr. And if you haven't seen the clip, oh, it's incredible. I mean, you beat a rival, big victory at the buzzer, 60-footer. It's amazing. I can't get over the fact, and I'll show you the video if you haven't seen it, of this one poor kid who's on the bench standing for Arizona State. And as the ball goes through the hoop and Arizona State wins, this poor guy falls on his, not his ass, he just falls down. And everybody's trampling over him. And then he promptly gets up and joins the scrum. I'm telling you, I think I watched this clip like 15 times over the weekend because I can't get it up for this. I'll tweet it out if you haven't seen it. You want me to show this to you, Keith? Yeah. Look at this. Hold on. So the shot is made. And look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he young. He go, he gets right up. Is it? I and wonder if he played any football. He ate that. <laughs> but it is funny, though, because the whole team is celebrating. He goes down, and nobody helps him up. Nobody goes to pick him up. They're storming the court. Of course, they're excited. I mean, it was a hell of a win. March Madness. It's it's on deck. Honestly, I need to tap into college basketball a little bit more. I was just telling you, I usually do that around you know conference tournament time because then you get to really see – uh, these guys competing, and, and it kind of foreshadows the tournament. Uh, but, you know, I don't have a rooting interest. When I was young, I, I rooted for Duke. And then as I got older, I realized. Rutgers, baby. Yeah, I guess Rutgers. Coming Where back on Penn land? State over like, the weekend. What seed are they going to be? They were fun last year. Uh, I, I tweeted it out, by the way, if you haven't seen it. I wrote, can't stop, watch this kid fall down. Oh, so that's not correct grammar. But whatever, you get the point. The kid <laughs> fell down. And then the other thing was, and it's going to be rectified, is that Brandon Miller who obviously is the kid connected to that murder case down in Alabama who's still being allowed to play. And he's a tremendous player and he's going to be a lottery pick, like a top-five pick. Not only got a standing ovation from the Alabama crowd, which I'm not, let's be honest, who's surprised about that? I mean, it is a crazy story. So I was on air Wednesday, 7 to 12, and if you listen to my show then, I know this audience doesn't, but there's a few people. Shout out to the people that have tweeted me that listen at night and are hearing me now. I, I kind of felt like I missed it. Because the game ended at 11.35, and I kind of was just closing my show, taking the last calls. I'm done at 11.54. 
I, I drive home, I watch Sports Center. It's leading Sports Center. Sure, sure. And I'm like, this is nuts. Wait, this kid goes off in this game in the first part of the game. They're playing in South Carolina. He comes on the floor, and the fans boo. They boo him. He misses his first shot, but then he locks in. And uh, and they're chanting at him, too. I mean, they're riding him. Lock him up, chance. Yeah. He's doing the ice in the veins. Yep. D-Lo, he's, he's hitting shot. He hits the game winner. They win. Number two team in the country. This kid's a lottery pick. I'm Googling. I'm like, I need to find out more about this story. Then I, I just, like, fell down the rabbit hole. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. This is an insane story they're going to make a 30 for 30 about. But what's crazy about it is that this kid is playing. And I know it happened in mid-January, and we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it, but it's just wild. It made me think about college athletes and what goes on and the party culture and then people from home visiting these at like, you know, they, I don't know. They, I don't want to even get too far into it. Unfortunately, a young woman lost her life. That's the tragedy in this whole thing. And while he's not being charged, the connection to it still makes it odd that he's allowed to play basketball. They say they can't charge him with anything. They can't charge him for anything. And then the anything. kids double down on it. He comes out for a game. I saw a clip go viral. They pat him down yeah, so as the, he's doing his introduction. I'm like, don't play into this. So the story about that is that they've been doing that all year. That's their kind of intro where they pat each other down. I would I, I would have to remove that. Well, Where's yeah, the coach? Yeah. The guy Oates or whatever? Nate Oates. He's they, another one. Well, the problem with Nate Oates, and this is where this falls on him. I'm sorry. I blame him for this. Is he says after the game, I wasn't even really aware of it. But now that I am, we're going to take – Seems like there's a lot of. that you're aware of or not aware of, right? His statements initially versus his statements after. Right, in which he says we're aware of everything. Then he says, actually, we weren't really aware of that. So he's all over the place, but as a head coach, obviously a big part of your job is recruiting and teaching young kids and coaching young kids. But I think you should know everything. And if your kids are having some kind of pat-down ritual, which may not have been a big deal in your mind five months ago, you should realize the way it looks. It's tone deaf. And so it's never going to happen again. I acknowledge that NATO has come out and said it's not happening again and that it's happened all year. But shouldn't you be aware that it's happening all year and you have say, to be. It's hey, part guys, of your job. yeah, let's not do this anymore. Like, hey, let's scrap the whole pat down for a weapon thing. We have a lot more eyes and attention on us. And this is a sensitive topic. Like, like, like I said, I don't want to get too deep into it because a young woman was literally murdered. It's, it's a terrible story. But sports, man, I mean. Alabama doesn't win the national championship in football. They're trying to win the national championship in basketball. And they got a shot. They're, they're not charging this kid. He's a lottery pick. They're well, number two. He's back on the floor. You, they could, while the investigation is going on, they they could make a decision that hey, you can't play. Yeah, and I've I've kind of leaned towards thinking that's going to happen. But let's take it one step further. He's not charged. He's never charged. He plays basketball. He's really good. I was reading more about him this weekend and his draft prospects. There's a chance he goes top three. Like, he's, he's that good. after Wambayama and Scoot. They're not trying to ruin this kid's career, and I understand that. They're not trying to make him miss time and put this on him when it wasn't him. And I also learned watching SportsCenter that night, new information came out that they didn't have. Right. I'm I'm in the weeds. I'm like, was this guy in a group text? Who was this kid? Did he know about the gun? Did he show up there to bring the weapon? Did he show up there because he was showing up there anyway? And that's what they got to, that this kid, he did not bring the weapon there. And even if he did, it's like, did he know what was going to happen? It's just, it's a he's, crazy story. He's connected to a murder, even though he's never charged. And let's just say, hypothetically, uh, the Knicks or Nets really, really struggle, and all of a sudden they miss the postseason. 
and they win the lottery in the top three part of the lottery. Are you taking them? Like, it's one of those things. Like, would you say, no, as talented as he is, I don't want any connection to that because there's going to be an NBA team, and it's not going to be the Knicks or Nets because I don't think they're falling all the way out and then winning the lottery to the point where they're picking third. But an NBA team's going to have to make that decision because he's that big of a prospect, and the odds are nothing's going to change. He's not going to be charged. He has a right to play in the league. I think we all agree with that. But then a team has to make a decision. Do we want to draft that kid? Do we want to explain to our season ticket holders that connection. Got to do your own research. You got to do a, a lot of digging into his background, see what he's about, see if this was just the type of thing that hit social media and people got carried away with it and ran with the story that he provided the weapon. That's what it made. They made it seem like it was his gun, like he owned the gun, right. like he brought the gun there. That's how I first kind of even heard. But he anything was texted to bring the gun somewhere. That's why I'm like, is it was it a group text? Like, was it a one on one text? Where I don't know. We don't know. But if if it's an NBA team taking a chance on him. They'll have to dive into his background, who he is, what he does. There is a chance that he had no information or really didn't know what was going to happen. And even if he did, like, it's a sad story. It's a tragic no, story. No, that's – look, the lead is, unfortunately, there's an innocent woman who lost her life. No doubt about it. Let me take this call because this always just makes me laugh. Jason in Waterbury, Connecticut. What's up, Jason? Yeah, Evan, what's going on? Keith, how, how you, you doing? Hey. Listen, guys, listen, listen. Oh, Evan, I, as I always say when I call, I love you. Okay, but you gotta you gotta understand this one thing that I don't know why for some reason you don't understand that Degrom didn't want to be here. What's that based if he on? wanted to be here, he would have took the contract, the forty million dollars that Cohen gave him, because the rate everybody knows. Oh, I don't care on. they hired Bochi. Everybody Jason. knows the Rangers aren't gonna win. Jason, 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 Jason. Gonna win a World Series Jason. in the next couple years. Okay, I you hope mean you're to right. Tell me this guy doesn't want to be a part of that. No, he, he wants want jersey retired next All to right, Tom. Jay, I got I gotta let you go because now you're not even letting me respond he was offered a five-year deal elsewhere and your interpretation is he didn't want to be here you're following the same garbage that some in the media put out for the last few months that i don't know what you need to hear from him or what facts need to change for you to buy like he was offered significantly more mm -hmm. by another team and he took it how you take that to say, well, he never wanted to be here. He literally just did an interview, you could call him a liar, I guess, in which he said, I love New York. I loved being here. Another team made him a bigger offer. Like, what are we doing anymore? Yeah, we would have laughed if he didn't take the Rangers offer and came back. Well, maybe not. I can't say we. I think some Yankees fans would have been like, wait, they offered you that much and you stayed put after the contract that you already had? Like, the contract that DeGrom was on prior to this, he was watching the rest of the league get paid. He's watching pitchers like Garrett Cole get $36 million a year. And he's like, I'm, I can't wait for my payday. I don't blame him. I mean, it's a business, ultimately. You know, I know Aaron Judge took a little bit less in terms of years and money to stay based on that Padre offer. But it's not like he took significantly less. Like, if the Padres offered him 15 years at $50 million a year, there's a chance he would have said, look, my legacy's great here, but I'm sorry. New York or nowhere. He <laughs> wasn't going to take $400 million to be a San Diego Padre. If he was blown away, maybe he would have, though. Maybe. And we don't know that. Like, the offer was more from San Diego, but it wasn't a blow-away offer. To me, Texas blew DeGrom away. They offered him five years. The Mets weren't coming close and, to that. And we'll never know if that was the type of deal where it was like you take it now or it's not available if you go back to try and get Which, big money bags, Steve, uh, Steve Cohen, to, to match this. Like, no, you're right. That could have been it. I think that's very, very possible. Now, the Puerto Rico test. I'm going to tell you a story. 
And I need you to be honest with me. I don't want you to be afraid of what people are going to think about you. I've gotten over that. You uh, gotten over that? <laughs> about a year ago. I was going to say a long time ago. It's been a while now. It is what it is. All right. I don't want you to be afraid of what uh, your nighttime producer, Paul Rosenberg, is going to think of you. I don't want you to be afraid of what I'm going to think about you. I want you to be honest. All right. So I'm going to tell you a little story. My dad, who you've met, we've hung out in that game once. My dad hates the New York Yankees. He does, passionately. To the point where when the Yankees won the pennant in 1976, he said to my mom, his wife, I'm leaving the freaking country. I'm so disgusted by this. I cannot stay in New York. I cannot watch the Yankees in the World Series. It's been over a decade since I've seen it. I hated it then. I hate it now. So my dad took my mom to Puerto Rico, and they spent a week and a half. Now, little did my dad know the Yankees would get swept by the Cincinnati Reds in the World Series. That's irrelevant. He didn't know that. <laughs> you know what was going to happen. So my dad said and announced to the world, I hate the Yankees so much, I'm willing to fly to Puerto Rico to ditch town. Now, I have an answer, if you asked me, Evan. Job aside, we have to put the job aside. We're obviously real professionals here. We care about our shows. Bleep that, okay? Job aside, is there a team that if they advanced to a World Series or a Super Bowl or a Finals or a Cup where you'd say, you know what, I got to get out of the country. I can't live with the fans. I can't live with the media. I can't live with the people. I need to be like Evan's dad. I need to get the hell out of town. Go ahead, Craig, the floor up, Craig. Keith, the floor is yours. I wonder what Craig would say. <laughs> but me, I, I, I've i lived through it, you know. I, I've lived through the Red Sox breaking the curse. I grew up telling Eagles fans you'll never win a Super Bowl. I've lived through them winning the Super Bowl. And in the NBA, there's no team that I really hate like that. I mean, the, the Knicks, I don't hate. There's just an obvi- obvious rivalry here. But, like, if they want, I would want to see it. I, I, I want to see any of these teams in New York win. It's been so long. I don't have a team that I'd have to get away. Now, like, did I watch the Red Sox win the World Series? I couldn't wa- I can never really watch the Red Sox win a World Series. Disgust me. I, like, I can't stomach and it. And you've have to watch them win a few World Series. I've, since, since the curse was broken, I've had to watch them win a few. There is not one team that I hate to the point where I can't stomach it, can't be around. But it was a good excuse for your dad to go to Puerto Rico. I love Puerto Rico. It's a great place. So uh, I get that. You're full of crap. There's not a team that no, I hate. No, 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 no. The Mets? Are you going to say the Mets? I don't I don't hate the well, Mets. Well, I hate the Mets fans. Well, Just kidding, Mets fans. Just but wait kidding. a second. That qualifies, by the way. Well, I think if the Mets win the World Series and they have a parade, I'm going to attend. And I might attend and decide, ah, uh, this ain't for me. Like, I thought about going to opening day. I think I had someone with a ticket for me for opening day this year, and then I watched it online. I'm like, I don't belong in that party. It's a sea of blue and orange. I'm like, no, 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 it's it's not for me. So so my honest answer, and I think anyone who listens to me would know my honest answer is the New York Knicks. I would Now, I wouldn't because of the show, but if you took the job aside, I would leave the freaking country if I had to watch the Knicks in NBA Finals. It'd make me sick. And I'll be perfectly honest, it's most of the fans. And I know that's most people listening. I respect some of you. A lot of you drive me nuts, just like I drive you nuts. It's like this fair balance, okay? We all love, hate each other, all right? So no one has to take it personal. I would leave the bleeping country. I would. I know your answer. And by the way, it's not the Red Sox, because I was asking Big Mac this too. He knows about the Puerto Rico test. It's not the Red Sox, because the beauty of the Red Sox is you could ignore it. 
Like, we're in New York. If the Red Sox are in the World Series, we don't have to spend all day talking about it. You can almost avoid its existence. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl, which is something that you and Giant fans can share. You don't like the Eagles. It's a bond that a Cowboy fan like yourself, he's a Cowboy fan, ladies and gentlemen, and Giant fans can share. But, you know, you can kind of avoid it. Like, you heard Super Bowl week. We talk a little Super bit about Bowl's the game. Super Bowl is kind of hard to avoid. World it's, Series is easier to avoid. There's NFL going on, basketball stuff. It's easier, but you can avoid it in terms of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's not the lead story everywhere, you know? Yeah. It's all the rat. Once you get to Sunday, yeah, you can't avoid it. So to me, it's always a local team. It's a team that's in this town. And what makes our city so special is that we have multiple teams. And I find it really difficult to like one team and quote-unquote root for the other. Come on now. No, it doesn't exist. I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm a New Yorker. I want, but but you got to pick a side. And that's part of it. Like, we're on different sides in the same area for a reason. The town is big enough we're for the both of us, but it's not. Like, I don't, but I, like, the Mets went to the World Series in 2015. I honestly wasn't actively rooting for the Kansas City Royals. I wasn't rooting for the, I didn't have a but, dog in but the Keith, fight. In 2023. When you and Met fans go at it on Twitter, which is great, got no problem with it. It's all fun. You don't want to be in that world. The world of the Mets in a World Series, and you're on the fan having to talk about it no, and I having will. to hear it and having to digest fan. it, it will drive you nuts. Are they facing the Astros? They're facing the Toronto Blue Jays mm. and Vladimir Guerrero I'm Jr. I'm rooting for the Mets. I don't believe you. I'm rooting for the Mets. <laughs> I don't believe you. Oh, he better be telling the truth. I'm of course, we're rooting for the for the Mets. Uh, Met. yeah, crazy. Uh, hold on a second. Do you believe you believe Keith? Yes, you do. Yes, Lugie, as a Met fan, do you believe? Keith? I don't believe a word. <laughs> Sorry, there's no shot, bro. Because again, you're living with us Met fans. You're going on Twitter. There's no escaping us. And I'm telling you right now, you have no idea but the thunder lose, and pain that's coming if from you the Mets. Lose fans. that World Series. If, I get to turn this mic on and say, ah, oh, well, of course, you were close again. Yeah. <laughs> 2015, 2000. Yeah, and I get to live in that, but. Yeah. If there's a parade, like I said, I'm pulling up to the You're party. Not going Where's to the, the party? Parade? LGM gonna... uh, Seven Line. <laughs> Send me an invite. Where are we going? Are you? And, and by the way, I also think you're full of crap with the Knicks because. Rightfully so. You and I had our fun over the last few years in theory. Ooh, we got KD. We got Kyrie. Yeah, that did a lot for us. If the Knicks go on a championship run, and while they're winning, they're enjoying our misery, you're telling me you're rooting for them against the Warriors in the NBA Finals? Excuse me? Not going to be the Warriors. Oh, you know, whatever. The Portland Trailblazers because <laughs> Dame is going it. 70. I, I, I mean, I don't think the Knicks are good enough to get to a Finals. That's not the point, though. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 wouldn't hate on it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate on it to the point where I'd have to leave the country. <laughs> it wouldn't get under my skin to the point where I would have to escape. I might not be a fan of the team, but I would watch, and I'd, I'd not root for them to lose, but I'd be ready to rock the mic if they did lose. You're rooting for them to lose, though. That's basically rooting for them to lose, which. Again, depends. totally all right, man. It's totally all right. Like I'm not mad at that. That's no, who but, we are. I, like I said, I can I can appreciate these Mets. I can appreciate these Knicks. We are seeing a change in both of those franchises. I know you you know you're on one <laughs> side of one and the other, but like I can appreciate the sports of it, like the basketball of it. The like the Knicks right now are doing what they couldn't figure out how to do in the beginning of the season. Absolutely. They're getting I back healthy. I they, they got another piece. They're winning games. I'm not mad about that, even with what it feels like right now to be a Nets fan. Feels like it's over right Have now. Have you been to uh, Nets Knicks at Madison Square Garden? I stopped going. 
You stopped going. That's not a place for Nets fans. <laughs> I'll be there. if you. It's, had... it's become more of a place for Nets fans now that the Brooklyn Brigade right. goes and has a section. And you hear, let's go Nets, Brooklyn chance. Right, right. But I went in 2015. Like I think 2018 was the last time I went. Because it's, that is the Knicks building. It's Madison Square Garden. You can come in there with your Nets energy, and you're going to have to hear it from the guy behind you, to the right of you, oh, in front I know, of you, but that's, kids, grown men, women. Like, Doesn't that moment, doesn't that memory kind of remind you how you should feel if they ever went on any kind of run? Like, that that doesn't resonate in your head. You don't hear those sounds They're not going to go heard. on a run. We just celebrated 50 years since their last championship. I love how you're taking shots at them in the meantime, which I, I yeah, respect. I'm just being honest. Like, as a fan of the sport, I can separate my fandom from the sport and say, this is good for the Mets. This is good, good for baseball. And if they win the World Series, I'll see you at the parade. The Knicks, I do think they have a good team. But, like, what are they actually – like, the ceiling for the Knicks, in my opinion, is maybe getting out of the first round depending on – who they draw, they're not going to make a run. No, no, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying if they nah, did. I'll be able to stomach it. I'll be able to handle it because I've seen it. Yeah. Right now, the thing that bothers me most is that the Houston Astros swept the Yankees. Four games. We got two in Yankee Stadium. It, they might as well have been in well, Houston. Well, hold on. So if the Mets played the Astros in the World Series, you would easily root for the Mets? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. That's not even So close. the Mets would then, let's say they handled them. They would do what your team couldn't do, and you'd Congra- be okay with that? Congratulations, oh, Mets it. fans. You stop beat us. It. I've said it on my show. I said, now, with, with Steve Cohen, right, the Yankees, there's pressure. And this is another dynamic from the Nets and, and Knicks. With the Nets moving to Brooklyn, it put pressure on the Knicks. There's another ticket in town. No, I get that. But in, in 1999, when the Mets had this hard-fought NLCS against the Braves, they were down 3-0, they forced the Game 6, they blew Game 6, could never beat the Braves, couldn't beat them in 1999. And now the Braves get to the World Series, and they play your New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. And when you guys swept them like it wasn't a big deal, like they were going out for a nice jog in the walk on a fall afternoon. You didn't feel good about that? I was disgusted. I needed to take so it many It was for freaks. the city, Evan. Oh, my God. It was for New York, for Evan. The city. Yes. I was disgusted by that. We're divided, but at the end of the season, if it's coming down to New York versus Atlanta, oh. you didn't feel good about hey, they didn't no. they didn't beat our neighbors. They didn't no. beat our brothers. They didn't no, beat I, I said to myself, we couldn't beat them. We never could beat them. And then not only did the Yankees beat them, they beat them without breaking a sweat. John Rocker's giving up RBI singles to Paul O'Neill, and it's like, yeah, whatever. And you sweep them? You think I was content with that? I wanted to leave the country except I was in high school and I had no choice or money. See, part of it is more so the fandom because you knew you'd have to deal with obnoxious Yankees fans (laughs) for the whole winter into the next season, and that is a lot to deal with. It's the fans. It's not the team. I agree. You (laughs) don't think you would have to deal with your reputation now, which has been growing and growing, your big star, you don't think you would deal with Met fans if, God forbid, they won the World Series? I, I deal with Mets fans every day. Yeah, but after winning, forget about now. They lost oh, in the, the wild card Oh, the battery in their back would be, what's the biggest battery size out there, D? The battery in their back would be even bigger. But it wouldn't bother me. I like this stuff. At the end of the day, it's just sports. It's entertainment. It's fun. Like, I'm not running from it. All right. When the, when the Yankees got swept, I was right here doing my job. I left the stadium. <laughs> no, <laughs> sure I think I think game three, I watched most of that. You left the game early? 
I, I think, well, anytime I leave early, I have to come here and host. Forget, forget the work stuff. That's different. Have you left the game early because no. you were before, so embarrassed by getting Before working at WFAN, I never left the game early. Oh, and yeah, that goes enough. back to the conversation about pace of play. I go into Yankee Stadium with the intention of singing Frank on the way out. Not, not the, you know, negative way when they play it after losses where we're like, turn that off. You know, I, I go there with the intentions of getting a win. I don't care if it takes five hours. But... We'll see, man. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that. Uh, I think this is a good uh, chance for people to hear me. Like, right. I, I don't hate the Mets. I'm okay. watching the Mets. They're, they're an all-star team. I don't hate the Knicks. I'm looking at the Knicks. Like, okay, finally they figured it out. And I think the future is bright for them when you look at what picks they have and the young talent they have. But I'm not gonna be the type of guy that's like, I have to get out of Dodge. Yeah, I have to escape. This. I gotta, I gotta bring out the hate of him, uh, Lugie. I think there's an inner hate that needs to be like brought out. And I think I think that'll happen at some point. It hasn't happened yet. Well, I, I don't want that hate credit. to come out of me where I'm changing my lifestyle. <laughs> it's a good hate. It's just a sports hate. I can go home and turn the TV off. <laughs> I can disconnect. Yes. Well, we welcome SNY. Of course, they're delivering the show brought to you by Grubhub. Uh, Emilio is in Staten Island. What's up, Emilio? What's up, Evan? Hi. You're a typical Met fan. Now, I have a brother and his kids that are Met fans. The rest of us are Yankee fans. Yeah. I get a kick out of you talking about the Yankees. <laughs> I, I do. It's, okay. It's, it's, you know, it's the little sisters of the poor. <laughs> we, we played you guys once. Yeah. Wedding nodded, right? Yeah. And what happened? You, you kicked our asses, and it still haunts me okay. to this day. So until you make it to the World Series against the Yankees and rectify that, you really should leave the Yankees out of your mouth because you make yourself look petty and stupid. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why Emilio there are Met fans who you. live with that fear of the Yankees winning another World Series. I mean, but <laughs> if it happened, would you not go to parties in the parade? If it happens this year, right, because we're going to touch the money again. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking Subway Series, Mets, Yankees, who has the better – if it happens – where the Yankees win the World Series during the Steve Cohen window where he said, we're going to win a World Series yeah. in three to five years. Yeah, what would, what would I do? Are you going to take off? No, or are you no, going to host the show? Listen. No, 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 no. I, obviously, I ain't going anywhere. I was on the air after Kevin Durant's foot was on the line. I've seen it all, all right? Carlos Beltran struck out looking, did the overnight that night. So, obviously, I ain't going anywhere. But I wouldn't be happy. And I think Emilio You don't have uh, to be happy, but Emilio's you don't have to be disgusted to the point where you're getting on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never done that. That was just what my dad did. Yeah, right? see, but back then was different. What year was that? That was 1976. So that was before the Mets won in 86, 10, 10 years before. So, a, so I can't speak on the time, but I'm just guessing that it was a time where it was like, hey, you know, the Yankees are the Yankees and the Mets aren't there. And it's, it's it's a weird time because the Yankees were going through a drought. Remember, they went through a really rough time, late 60s, early 70s, and this was their first year out of the drought in terms of getting back to where they were, which is going to a World Series. They had broken a 12-year drought. The Mets had won a championship in 1969, had won a pet in 1973. So it was actually sort of recent where the Mets had more success. So I don't know what was going through my dad's mind other than, oh, my God, they're back. I thought they were gone. I thought I'd have to deal with He them. worked with a few Yankees fans, and there had to be at least one guy that didn't let him walk into work without saying something about the yes. Yankees, didn't let him leave work without reminding him. 
about the Yankees, so he took off so he could, you know, get away from his coworkers. Yes, clearly. And it there was, was a, no Twitter for him back then. No. There was no social media for him to no, it was it was uh, some type of relationship. Text your dad. Say Keith wants to know who who were you trying to avoid specifically? <laughs> there was definitely one or two people that you couldn't face. You did not want to see, and then the Yankees end up losing. They so. ended up getting swept. That's the irony of the whole thing. Like it's not as if I'm telling the story of '77 or '78 or '96 or '98 or '9. You know what I mean? I'm talking about a year in which they actually got swept in the World Series, which never happens. Any excuse to go to Puerto Rico is a good enough excuse for me. Hey, that's yeah, true. What do you do the next two years? That's what's funny about it, right? Because he left in '76. The next two years, they win the World Series. Kind of dealt with it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, it was I gotta face the music. Toll-free numbers 877-337-6666. How Blake Martinez is making more money now than when he played in the NFL. We'll discuss it, plus a lot more. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Tirana, wonderful Monday. Apparently, we may be getting some snow tonight, which I am rooting for because I believe in the kids, Keith, and I believe the kids deserve a snow day. I loved snow days as kids. I'm sure you did as well. And why should we keep snow days from the youth of America? It doesn't seem right. It seems selfish. I'm all for uh, global warming. I, <laughs> I don't mind wow. not okay. having to shovel snow or deal with snow on the roads. Uh, the kids will be all right. They don't need a snow Except, day. Well, hold on. Did, did you like snow days as a kid? That was a long time ago. You're not that old, bro. Stop it. <laughs> you're not caught. You're not in your 50s. It's a different time. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 34. You're 34, so you're five years younger than me. I remember snow days. They were awesome. They were tremendous. Did you like snow days? I remember listening to the radio to hear your school. I remember watching (laughs) News 12 to see your school go across the ticker. And what did you think when they said your school? Felt like I won. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? It felt like you won? Felt like I won. But we're in a different time now. You're very selfish. These kids kids are going to be on their uh, little uh, tablets and Chromebooks that they give them. They're just going to, you know, work from home or... What is it called when the kids have digital, oh, it's called, digital classes? Uh, yeah, well, what is, uh, what's it called again, uh, Big Mac? They have like a term for it again. I forgot. Not digital, digital school. Digital homeschool. No, nah, they, they got a I, – I forget. I, because yeah, I've, I heard that in New, I've heard that in New York City, if there's a snow day, they're going to make these kids still go to school on yeah. their laptop, which is a joke. You know, Blame so, COVID. Someday. 2020 introduced them. Hey, you can you can work right from home. I know, but we, we need to do someday. I don't know when. That's up to you. You're going to have a kid, and someday you're going to root for that snow day so that little kid can have it and enjoy it like you and I. But until you have a kid, I don't think you understand. I think you're very selfish with not wanting your snow. That day is coming soon. I think now is the time to make the announcement. If you've listened to me at night, I've kept the secret. Uh-oh. Got a baby on the way. Look at you. My wow. son. We know it's a boy. No gender reveal. <laughs> no. My son, Jackson, will be here in the beginning of the baseball season in April. Uh, shout out to my wife, Nicole, watching. Uh, she wow. gave us the green light. We had the baby shower Saturday. So it's out there. Secret's out Congratulations. there. Congratulations. And when he grows up and he says, Dad, if it snows, do I get to stay home and not go to school? I'm going to say, that's not up to us, son. <laughs> It's not up to us. We'll see. And that's life. You know, it used to be back when your dad was a kid, it snowed. You were looking forward. I used to wear my pajamas inside out. Or maybe that's for Santa Claus. (laughs) Either way, I used to be super excited for the potential of something like tonight. Enough snow, even for a delay. Hold on. Even for a delay. Forget the freaking snow. Are you nervous? Are you very excited? Uh, So it goes in waves. 
in the beginning, I was excited, and then like reality started to hit where I got nervous. I've never done this before. I don't know how to change a diaper. I don't know what the sleeping is going to be like. I just learned uh, about a month ago that like newborn babies don't drink water. I, like, what if the kid gets thirsty? Needs <laughs> needs some water. My wife's like, it's, don't don't give him any. That's, that's the first thing. It's, it's all in the bottle, I guess. Water. Right? Yeah. Like, you don't give him the water. Yeah, but you need water. I'm like, what if he wakes up well, in the they, middle of the night? They, and they, drink, the, they drink something else. What guys. if he's thirsty in the middle of the night? I gotta be there to give him some water. Well, you're right. not gonna be the one giving him a drink potentially. <laughs> all right. Um, wow, look at that. And by the way, as far as sleep is concerned, no. That's the answer. Hey, I'm the nighttime guy. I don't sleep. I don't sleep really anyway. Then you'll be prepared. You'll be ready. There (laughs) is no sleep. I found myself when uh, both kids were born that I watched more baseball than ever. Now, you may say that makes no sense. Well, at 1 o'clock in the morning when I'm rocking one of the babies to sleep, West Coast baseball's out in the background. Got to have something to distract you when you're up at all hours. That'll be me. I hope he likes baseball because I'm not changing up. Uh, my routines are watching games, and it's part of my job. I need to know what's going on. So I'll be burping the baby or rocking the baby and uh, trying to get him to sleep. But in the background, he's going to be uh, you know, hearing the bat and the ball and uh, Michael K calling the game. And look, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Uh, it's going to be messy, okay? There's going to be things yeah, that I, happen when you change Dude, it, I heard about okay? your situation last week, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not looking forward to that, but it is what it is. Especially when you have two. You've got two little boys that can both attack at the same oh, time. And they, and they have. Look, the first <laughs> time I think you make a mess or you, you experience the mess, you start to say, oh, that's weird. Then you just get used to it. Then it's like, ah, oh, is that number one? Okay, fine. You decided to point it that way? Okay. I've got gloves. <laughs> I've still got the COVID mask. I'm going to have earplugs. I'm going to be all suited up <laughs> to deal plugs. with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. You guys didn't want to have a gender reveal party? I went to one this weekend. Those are all the rage now. I just don't, I don't know. I'm not doing stuff for like social media or for other people. No, but you're doing it for your wife. Did your wife no, want to have and my, a gender reveal? My wife reveal? named my son. Uh, she, she, did, she wasn't interested in that. And uh, we've kept it pretty quiet. And yeah, seriously, we, you're like a month and a half away, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I can keep a secret. I told you, I, I knew I was going to be the nighttime host here. I didn't tell a soul. I remember listening to Carton and Roberts, and you guys <laughs> are trying to figure it out. And I'm like, I haven't told anybody about that. They're never going to find out. When uh, my wife was pregnant with our first son, and I'm not going to recommend this book because I like you too much, but someone recommended a book to me about learning how to be a father. And I was like, okay, I'll read it. Like, why not? I got a lot to learn. So I open up the book, and right out of the gate, right out of the gate, chapter one, it says, we know what you're thinking. I'm like, oh, good. They can relate to me. We know what's going through your mind. We know you're nervous. Yeah, I'm with you. And then the book says, we know you're wondering if you're really the father or not. No, yeah, I'm not. And I'm like, like, excuse me? (laughs) I'm not wondering that. Why the hell did you write that? And I took this book. I go to my wife. I said, what is this crap? And she's like, what are you talking about? I said, look at this. And she's like, oh, that's that's crazy. I'm like, why would they put that in a book and put that thought in your head? Of course I'm the dad. Of course you're the dad. Of course Big Mac's the dad. Why the hell was there a book? I've seen the ultrasound. Uh, <laughs> we did the 3D ultrasound. I'm like, yeah, that's, 
That's a little me in there. It's it's already evident. I'm not recommending that, but did you have that problem? Did you see that in the book once, Big no, Mac? No, I did not. No. So I'm the I'm, only yeah, schmuck I'm, that I'm, saw that? What, I'm pretty what, sure. What I, think that was, I think that was handwritten by the person who worked behind the counter at uh, <laughs> Barnes & Noble just What's to throw that in there for book? you. Oh, I won't even promote it anymore. In fact, I forgot the name. It was a book that I think my wife gave it to me, or it was recommended sure. to your my wife. wife. Your the, wife now was we know like, we did write uh, that segment. As the one guy here without kids, somehow I know this. I think the book is what to expect when you're expecting. Because that's, that's yes. the only kid book that exists. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think it's what to expect when you're expecting, which is a yes. po- is that a popular book? Like everybody Very has it? popular. Can you believe the gall of this author to write that down right out of the gate? Freaked me out. I couldn't sleep for six yeah, days. Yeah, I don't know if I continue with the book. I'd be like, we've already yeah. started on the wrong foot. This isn't for me. I was done as soon as I saw that. Right. Now that Maury Povich has retired, I don't know what <laughs> you're going to do Maury to figure like. it out. But... You are not the father. <laughs> oh, thanks. I mean, why the hell do you put that in our head? Well, congratulations. Very happy for Thank you. you. Yes, and uh, your life is never going to be the same. I know. I, I mean... I always talk about going to 40, 50 Yankee games a season. Oh, that's no, no, uh, that's uh, shot. Oh, look at the man over there. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Unless uh, you're Evan. Evan's got a lot of nerve to say your life's going to change. It well, doesn't change all that much. <laughs> Hasn't in changed fact, you're right. And you'll go buy uh, Nick's season tickets on top of it. <laughs> yeah, actually, I Evan. Mean, a lot of things change, and then some things stay exactly the same. Did you go to more games before your kids or about the same? First of all, that is ridiculous. I have a document right <laughs> yeah. here in my, in my – I'm going to pull it up right now – in yeah. which I keep track of how many games I've attended, okay? I know that's geeky and all that, but I do it. So I'm going to just shut these guys up because they got some nerve. Uh, I went from 130 to 127. <laughs> <laughs> now he brings his kids to uh, the games. That's a new scam he's pulling. So it's, well, it's no, an excuse to go. Listen, man, they love going to games. So in 2015, I went to 54 baseball games. Pretty good number, right? It's a great number. All right. 2016, wife is pregnant, kid is born, dropped all the way down to 31. That's a huge drop. That's not a huge drop. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and then 30, 31 games, there's people that can barely get to one game right here. No, but and in 2018, it went all the way down to 24, you know? And believe it or not, there was this year, 2020, I didn't go to any games. Can you believe that? <laughs> Zero. Uh, yeah, I wonder what happened. <laughs> You're very slick. I didn't go either. What about 2022? 2022? Yeah. So afternoon drive brought back the ability to go to games. Mm-hmm. Because when I was doing middays, I would go home. And then to then go to a game would be quite a turnaround, spending yeah. time with the family, then leaving. Doing afternoon drive and the show ending at 6.30, not getting home till 7.30, my kids are sleeping. So my wife says, yeah. ah, they're already go. sleeping. You may as well go. Yeah, you're your making job. excuses. What's the number? Excuse me? What's the number? I just told you the number. No, for, for this past season. Yeah, 2022. For this past season? Yeah. What are we looking at, Met games? All yeah, games. No, baseball games. You well, said baseball. Okay, no, baseball game. games. I went to uh, 47 games. Yeah, okay. 47. Impressive. Yeah. Father of two boys under five? Yeah. Yeah, well, one of them is six. And in fairness, Just my, turned six, under right. six? My six-year-old went to 20 of them. Does that make it a little bit better? You have a six-year-old kid yeah. that goes to more games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he went to 20 of the 47. There are people listening to this Keith. right now like, right. your six-year-old went to 20 right. games. Keith, Evan. if you plan on keeping things up, I have one question for you. Does your wife like Adele? <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, that's funny. Because if she does, that's the price. <laughs> the price is, uh, you know, balcony Go seats. to Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas. Does your wife like going If you could squeeze it in, you did, know, simple things like that. Does your wife like going to baseball games and basketball games? She's she's not going to sit in the bleachers with me. She's anti-bleacher. She's, uh, <laughs> I've kind of spoiled <laughs> her to the point where it's like, sweet, 
if she's only going to the game if we have a suite. I guess so you spoiled her enough where it's like she just knows the difference. Going. Now I won't say that she's never gone to the bleachers with me. When we were younger, she would come to those games. But now that she sees the like luxury of Yankee Stadium, the suites, legends. She's not pulling up unless we have that. She's no, not, that, that not going to go sit in the bleachers where we're throwing beers and popcorn and uh, people are saying all kinds of things. She'll, <laughs> she'll stay at home. So. That makes a lot of sense. But before you know it, your son's going to be going to 15 Brooklyn Net games with you and 25 Yankee not, games with you. I have already said I'm not forcing my fandom on him. Well, I never force my fandom on them. They follow you. That's what I've learned about. Fo- and people can mock me all you want. Big Mac and say that's not true. I've never forced my fandom on my kids. They just see what dad does. I'm, I'm, and gonna, they want to do We're going to slow play this because I was a front runner, bandwagon, uh, Fairweather fan, whatever. I hear it all the time. You know, television is powerful. The 90s, that was the era I came up with. I, like, I picked the teams that were winning. The Bulls, the Cowboys, the Yankees. You started as a Bulls fan? I did. When did you leave them? Right after well, Jordan left? Like I wasn't right gonna, away? Yeah. When Jordan left, I wasn't going to be a Wizards fan. And then we got Jason Kidd. And once you get a star and it's already the home team and then they actually were winning a lot of games, it was easy. You were already rooting for the home team. It was easy to say, I'm from New Jersey. I'm a Nets fan. And then you're stuck, obviously. You haven't left the Nets since. And you've had many opportunities to, 70 lost have, seasons and yeah, all Yeah, I was about to say, 12 <laughs> and 70 is a good time to be like, this organization does not have it. <laughs> uh, that's why, like, even where we're at now with the Nets, I'm not tripping over it because I'm like, I've seen a lot worse than this. Oh, yeah, we've seen we've seen dark places, ladies and gentlemen. It's many fine. dark places. One quick thing I read this morning, Blake Martinez, who was released by the Giants less than a year ago. I mean, he came to training camp and I thought was going to be on the team recovering from injury has retired and was saying recently to CNBC that he makes $5 million reselling Pokemon cards and that his shoulder doesn't, you know, his shoulder used to hurt. Now his hands hurt from opening up these packs of cards. I mean, God bless him. That is incredible. And I know, Smart man. I know, like, selling cards is a profitable business. Because I've heard this, I think Big Mac told me, like, you would get young prospect baseball cards, mm-hmm. hold on to them, and yeah. then if they became a star, it's right. like the stock market, you could turn yes. around and sell it for a lot of money. Correct. I mean, you take your chances. You look, uh, football, it's, you know, rookie quarterback cards, things like that, and then you hope they hit. Like, if you had uh, Brock Purdy, and he was the last pick in the draft, nobody thought anything, they probably packed those cards so for the they... rookie cards, and then suddenly he's playing in the NFC Championship game, the card's worth some Now, money. that makes sense, and I think that makes sense to all of us. Okay, yes. a young player becomes a star worth a lot. How the hell is a Pokemon card worth a lot? I've had my kids collect them. Like, they, they yeah. buy Scarcity. the packs. They, they don't, they don't yeah, make that's... them anymore. And the ones that they made, think about how many kids just left theirs under the bed or stepped on them or lost yeah. them. They're they're gone. Not, so not every Pokemon card is valuable. There will be they make class you know classes of Pokemon. They'll make less. I can't do much with ones. a Weedle. You know yeah. I can't do much with that. But a, yeah. a Charizard hologram. Right. I, I remember I had Charizard. I had Machamp. Blastoise. What I language are you speaking yeah. right now? I'm very. I confused. used to be. I used to know. You're I used to know Pokemon raps. I used to have the first 150 Pokemon oh, memorized. So you're a Pokemon guy. Past tense. I don't have time for that now. <laughs> yeah, but do you still have the cards? I They're somewhere. Um, honestly, my brother took them and t- said he was keeping them for safekeeping because I was too young and never got them back. Don't know where they are. And and I might be able to look through. I know I have our uh, sports cards, like our 90s. You know, We have a bunch of Jordan cards. I'm not right. sure what they're worth. But the Pokemon cards, I specifically re- remember having them in like plastic. And there was this little like aluminum locker that I kept them in. I don't have them anymore. 
Is there a part of you thinking, wait a second, Blake made $5 million. I got a kid coming. I know how this company pays. I better find my Pokemon cards quick. When I was figuring out how to get into media and I quit my job and uh, my my funds were low, I was looking for every way to make money. And I did actually look through all my cards. Actually, now I'm like, I'm going to go home tonight and see if I put the Pokemon cards. (laughs) Yeah, check it out. I'm like, because it's just been, been like four or five years since that time. But yeah, in that time, I was really... Looking through, I remember Gary V was talking about how cards were going to make money for people. I was really going through them thinking that I could hit yeah. the jackpot. But a lot of them I researched and they were worth 17 yeah. cents. I'm like, this is not, this is nothing. I collected baseball cards as a kid. Very, very typical. Me too. And I saved them. I believe it or not. And I, I'm sure you believe it because I'm a geek and I own it. I put them all in alphabetical order. So I have these books and books and books of baseball cards in alphabetical order, which you could laugh at now, but honestly, Wait, Keith, you put like the players' names? Yeah, that's right. That's right. They're all in alphabetical okay. order. But you have to admit, that's kind of badass now. Because if you want to go back and say, hey, do you have any Greg they're Maddox's? Yeah, they're all filed them. away and you can see them. And I went back years ago out of curiosity, only for like Barry Bonds, you know, Mark McGuire, Greg Maddox, Roger Clinton, and see, are they valuable? And they're worthless. Like, they are absolutely freaking worthless. I might be able to help you out a little bit with that. You're what? Pro- what? Well, you're probably talking about late 80s, early 90s. Yes, yeah, when I was collecting. Right. There was a boom right around there, and they mass-produced those cards. Oh. And, and that's why if you look today, there's, like, the cards that, you know, you get an auto or a, a hologram or whatever. And so it's like there's, oh, this is a valuable one. You can tell it's not just a stock card. Right. Back, they just mass-produced. So if you have all cards. these cards, so there's a million of them. So if you have cards so from, like, the valuable. late 80s, early 90s, yeah. they're just freaking useless. Yeah, and baseball in particular. Yeah, they just, it, there was a little bit of a boom for the cards back then, and they just mass-produced them at, at yeah. a crazy level. So those cards, like, if you get a Barry Bonds rookie card, it, it can be worth some money. Yeah, like $70. It's yeah, not life-changing. Right, yeah. like, and no. by the way, at that point, if you have a Barry Bonds rookie that's worth $70, like, yeah, you can go out and sell it, but it's well, not life-changing money. I don't even know. Right, where do you even it's go? It's going to take you too much effort to actually get that 70 bucks, where it's not really doing anything for you. I, I did that with comic books, too. Uh, I used to go to Comics Plus. And we would buy comic books, and we'd buy a pack of cards, and we'd save them and think that, okay, in 30 years. Right, right. Nope, the 30 years has passed. The 25 years have passed. And I remember Googling, all right, this comic book, this edition, uh, what number? And looking at it, I'm like, these aren't worth anything. Yeah, most of them are, and it's weird. So a few weeks ago, and I, I don't want to embarrass him, but I want to thank Sal Licata. Sal Licata dropped off a present for me. It was really for my kids, not for me. We had talked about how... My kids now love wrestling figures. So I've been buying them the updated wrestling figures. Sure. All the new guys. And I mentioned how when I was a kid, I had the old wrestling figures, but I donated them. Like right as I was leaving uh, leaving to my home from high school at 17, my mom says to me, what do you want me to do with these figures? And I said, I'm a man, damn it. Oh, man, yeah. Donate them, which is great. Like, don't care about these anymore. I don't need them. <laughs> Make someone else happy. And that's great. I feel good about that. Someone else has. This is literally the now, story of Toy Story yeah, 3. Yeah, this is Andy and Toy this Story. This is literally Toy Story <laughs> 3. I, they, they, they copied it. You should... Look into suing because this is your story. Yeah, We're right. Andy's but, toys. But do the wrestlers start talking like is Marty Janetti conversing? When you leave the room, they start to bang. talk. So Sal bought me or got it. I assume he bought me, and I appreciate it for my kids. Two old school wrestling figures. It was the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti. I have no idea if you're familiar with those guys. Shawn Michaels, yeah. Marty Janetti? No. Okay. Long time ago, they were a tag team. 
So he gives them to me. And I, I text him. I was like, thank you, bro. It was really nice of you. He's like, I just got to warn you. Once you open it, it loses all its value. And I'm thinking to myself, what value? I I'm good. Open it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give them to my kids. And he made a comment like, well, if you give them to your kids, that's great. Like, you can do whatever you want with it. But you should videotape it because a lot of people are going to get pissed off that you opened up the figures. So now I'm starting to get self-conscious. Like, how much is this worth? Like, what the hell did he give me? And I look it up online, and if you have these wrestling figures in a package and they're in great condition, they're worth a lot. But the worse condition the packaging is in, the less valuable it is. Right. I, that, that whole thing doesn't even no, make sense to me. They're wrestling figures in a pack. They grade them it, like it's on a minting scale or something. Like right, they, but this isn't a card where you want the card in great shape. And everything else. But this is a figure in a box. Like, why would the condition of the box matter that much? Am I crazy? Because that's for... part of like saving it and collecting it. You're yeah. supposed to preserve it. Yeah, exactly right. It's it's all in good condition. You could probably, if you had a, just the box in good condition, you could sell just the box. Just the box? Without, without the figures. Yeah. yeah, but the, if the figures have been taken out, then the yeah. box can't be in that well, good condition. Well, it could be in decent condition. How the but hell do you saying, open boxes? I'm not saying you get a lot of money for it, but I'm he saying that's how, <laughs> that's how crazy it is. And, yeah, they want the box in perfect condition. They want an unopened that's, that's how. That's how about Sal's collection? I saw the video going he, down the steps. That was actually a very funny video too. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, the jerseys, like, the hats. My Step God. into Sal's world. He's got it like color coordinated, and it just kept going. Yeah, he can it's never crazy. sell that house. <laughs> I know. Who would want to move with all that? Yeah, exactly. No, it's set up perfect. It's beautiful. A lot of stuff though. Too. Yeah, you got the Thundercat sword. I want that sword. Yeah, I love Thundercats. <laughs> when I was a he'll kid. sell it to you for four hundred and fifty-five dollars. No. <laughs> <laughs> then you got a shot. <laughs> we'll come back. More of your calls at 877-337-6666. Plus, now that he's a Yankee, you can almost laugh about it. You're going to want to hear how a Roldis Chapman got hurt this time. I, I, I'm a klutz, and it wouldn't even happen to me. Who? Who? Why are we still talking about this guy? <laughs> because he's a klutz, that's why. Oh, man. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. 
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 